Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of Glenelg's women's team to preview the 2019 statewide Super Women's League season. It's Jason Farrell. How are you, Jason? Great, Jack. Thank you for having me. Not a problem at all. Great to have you on board and uh, chat to one of the new, uh, I guess, senior coaches, the women's competition this year. But new in some sense of the word, but uh, not completely, given that I guess uh, you were thrust into the role uh, about halfway through the season last year with the Tigers um, to coach uh, with the departure of Alex Bojanic. But um, I guess that, in a sense, Jason, probably allows you to hit the ground running in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a, a good look at um, where we're at um, in terms of our squad. And um, we've made some changes, obviously, in the off-season with uh, 60% of our squad are, are new sample players. And, and to be quite honest, some of them are, are only in their first or second year of footy full stop. So mm. there's a real freshness now that um, we have. It's um, certainly brought um, a lot of excitement and enthusiasm. Yeah. For not just the players, but for the coaches as well. Yeah, and just from a coaching point of view, I guess um, it'd be great from your point of view to having had the reins last year, and uh, so you sort of uh, know that you're ready to go in uh, 12 months later this year. Yeah, look, um, certainly not at the time was I aware of what was happening, but um, um, the opportunity arose for me to obviously apply for the for the role and. Um, um, having a bit of intimate knowledge of, of the squad and, and the program and, and probably um, where we want it to go certainly helped, that's for sure. Uh, what's the mood of group, the group been, uh, Jason? Because obviously it was a tough year for the Bays last year in the women's competition. Um, but as you say, I guess with uh, almost 60% new faces, um, I would imagine it would be pretty buoyant despite last year. Look, it is. Uh, you know, you just, you never re- we never really knew what impact last year was going to have on, on this off-season and, and pre-season. Um, we actually um, had a team-building session, which was... I'm going to do a plug, I'm sorry about that. was facilitated by uh, Charles Manning of Face the World and Anita Bayletti of Bayletti Consulting, and they came in and ran a workshop for us. And yeah. um, to be honest, um, we found since that session, um, things have improved drastically. Okay, excellent. In, in a positive way. Yeah, in, are you able to elaborate on that, Jason? How's yeah, it? I think... Um, look, in terms of team cohesiveness, uh, that is there. We're a lot tighter than what we were. Mm-hmm. Um, also, our leaders have certainly stepped up and, and are driving our, our culture um, and sort of bringing everyone on the journey with them. So um, the challenge when you've got so many new players out in the league environment is to get them uh, behaving and, and acting like... I guess the senior lead athletes we're hoping them to be. So, um, you know, our training sessions are now quite, well, they're quite brutal, to be honest, um, because we're really um, challenging each other and trying to improve. So um, um, a lot of that stemmed from that session that we had with them that day. So. Yeah, excellent. And uh, speaking of leaders, I guess great to see on your team list for this year, uh, Cassie Hartley going around again, the veteran. Yes, absolutely. She's actually been voted our captain, which is exciting. And uh, um, we've got uh, a relatively young uh, leadership group around her, and Ella Tullock, Brooke Trevina, Tess Morcom and Charlie Dorr. But um, um, we're pretty excited to have Casco around again. She's uh, she's a bit of an icon uh, at our club, let alone our program. Yeah. So 
um, she's a great person. And I know she uh, certainly loves the club uh, in many respects because she obviously barracked for them as a, as a young yeah. uh, girl growing up and uh, I know she really cherishes wearing that uh, number five Guernsey as is the tradition at Glenelg with uh, the captain wearing uh, the great Peter Super Carey's number. Yeah, absolutely, and she um, uh, was voted in unanimously, so that just oh, goes yeah. to show the standing that she has within the group. And, you know, the positive impact that she's been able to have with so many changes, um, uh, again, um, is, is a testament to, to us probably moving in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, your, being your first year um, in the helm, uh, I guess, in your own right, uh, Jason, uh, any sort of significant changes to the game plan or what are you looking at how are you looking at uh, having the girls play uh, look, the new rules that have been brought in by the sample personally I like them I think they're, they're going to be they're going to enhance the game um, there'll be 18 players on the field instead of 16 which allows lines to link up a bit better yes. um, there's the anti-density rules which means there'll be less congestion at stoppages um, it's designed to make the game more attractive um, to watch and play I think and it probably allows the players to impact the game more than the coaches and tactics. So um, what you're going to find now is, is players will be permitted to play without, you know, shackles. Or it'll be, I think it'll be more open and more exciting. And, and hopefully that leads to uh, high scoring as well. Yeah, excellent. And in terms of recruiting, um, I understand you've got a lot of girls from your local area, which is great to see uh, them coming through. Uh, um, can you just expand on some of the key uh, names that have arrived at Brighton Road? Yeah, so we've got Caitlin Gould, who's come through from Happy Valley. Um, what, what we've actually done, just before I, I go into too much detail, um, is we've, we've tried to stay in our neck of the woods because yep. at some stage the sample may treat us like every other club within sample clubs and we may end up having our zones so um, mm. um, which you know I'm big for that as well because then we yep. sort of get to spend time and developing our zone and, and our junior program so sure. that's, that's where I'm hoping it's going to go and, and we've kind of tried to stay down that neck of the woods so, so Kane's a, a tall key position player Ruck um we also have uh, Alan Fowler, who's come across from uh, Morfield Park, who's uh, a mid-sized key position player. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Park has come from Morfield Park as well, um, mid-sized key position player. Jamie Knight from Cove, who's a tall uh, athletic ruck. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Sam Franson from Cove, who's another um, utility player, tallish midfielder. Pretty quick, so yeah, good. That's an exciting group to uh, look forward to this year, and of course, uh, they got a big job because there's a couple of key outs, unfortunately, um, two due to injury, uh, being uh, Ange Moritz and Sammy Allen. But uh, I understand uh, Ange in particular is going to stick around and, um, and play a role in terms of uh, assistant coaching. Yeah, Ange is uh, a great football brain, and uh, look, to be honest, um, we want to be a pathway a female pathway, not just for players, but we actually want coaches to come through our pathway. So we actually had three female assistant coaches. Um, Tammy Scott's in the third season, uh, and Andrew's obviously jumped on board as an assistant coach um, post her injury. And um, Lex Edwards, who's actually retired, um, despite the fact that I tried to talk her in to continue playing. Um, so, so we still got her involved, so she's going to be yep. coming on board as an assistant coach as well. So we're very proud of the fact that yeah, our pathway will be um, not exclusive to players. It'll be for 
personnel across the board. And I was going to mention, Lexi obviously leaves a bit of a hole there, as you alluded to, uh, in attack. And uh, the other key yeah. out is Brianna Walling, who obviously a key midfielder from the previous yeah. year. But I guess, uh, and she's headed up to Queensland. But I guess um, those vacancies open up a wonderful opportunity for the other girls. <laughs> Yeah, there's a saying that I like to use, it's called Christ-Achunity, and when you do lose uh, players of that quality, it does create opportunities, and whilst um, not many people will know about what we've brought into the players that we've brought into the club, um, mm. certainly there's a bit of excitement around, you know, we're certainly uh, going to be a lot, lot deeper in our squad, we're going to be more athletic, and um, yeah, hopefully we're pretty exciting to watch too. And just a couple of the uh, junior girls from within your zone to keep an eye out for who might make an appearance? Yeah, we're, we're lucky that um, whilst last year wasn't great for us, it meant that we uh, got the opportunity to blood a, a couple of um, our juniors in, in Maddie Freeman and Tamsin Morris, and uh, mm -hmm. um, they, they have improved again. Um, this off-season, so we expect to see big things for them, probably with us and, and hopefully beyond. Yeah, fantastic. We look forward to seeing them develop uh, more in 2019 because that's what the statewide Super Women's League is all about, Jason. Yeah. Uh, we thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio uh, to preview the upcoming season. Wishing you and the Glenelg Football Club all the best. Great. Thank you very much, Zach.